Good afternoon, everybody out there. This is Reverend Blake Ruby. Welcome to my show, The Church of the Soul's Evolution. Hope you've had a good week and a good day today. I've had a all right time, an all right time. I woke up early this morning for some Toastmasters training. Four hours of Toastmasters training, public speaking, for those of you that don't know what Toastmasters is. And we were going to go to a club at 2 o'clock, but we found out for another meeting, for a meeting, an actual meeting, you know, to be there in person. This training was online this morning. And we found out that we had to travel 41 miles to go to this place. It's a club that meets once a month called Cheers. And it's for people who like to go to all these different wineries and bars and distilleries. And my wife and I, we don't drink, but we like going there and just, you know, participating in the public speaking, taking turns, talking extemporaneously and giving speeches. I've given at least one speech that I can remember. I've only been a member for a little over a year, but that's the third meeting in a row that I've missed. I missed the one back in July. You know, I'm, let me see. I missed the one back in July, yes, and also August and now in September. Oh, well. Anyway, so then we decided we wouldn't go, and we just sat around and watched a little television, and I took a nap prior to my show. I actually, I went out and did a workout on the track on Lackland Air Force Base, the dirt track. I've been working out on the dirt track. And I'll tell you, my rationale for this is I've been working out on the rubber track for a long time now. And I think it might be not conducive to sleep apnea. And I'm always interested in trying to find ways that could help cure sleep apnea, not only for myself, but for everybody else out there. And sleep apnea can be aggravated by different things. And I think also by any artificial... This is just my opinion, but it's based on lots of research and trying things out myself. You know, I'm a work in progress like everyone else is. And the thing about a rubber track, besides going around in a circle, I found I'm always looking for information as to what are the pros and cons, you know, what are other people's opinions. I watch a lot of track and field on television. You know, I'm always up to speed on who's the best 100-meter runner, 200-meter runner, because I do a lot of sprinting. I, I love to sprint. One thing I found that I can do well, even in my old age, because when I was in the Army, I used to run all the time. I'd run for distance. For 16 years, I ran in the Army. I finally got a profile, which means I didn't have to anymore. All I had to do was take the two-and-a-half-mile walk as my physical fitness test. And so, to begin with, I got exempt from doing sit-ups and then push-ups and then two-mile run. I had to go to a medical review board, and then I got exempt from the one because I found out in 1997 that I had a fracture in my spine and my fourth and fifth lumbar vertebrae were misaligned. 
due to a hyperextension injury. And I remember in the past, even when I was very young, like maybe even three years old, that I slipped on ice living in Canada. I grew up in Canada. Of course, you know, it's extremely cold up there, north of the United States. It's about everywhere it's colder than even the northernmost point of the United States. And, oh, here comes the doggy. And so they were, I have to keep opening the door up for the dogs. When they decide that they need to come out and do their thing, then it kind of interrupts my show. But, oh, well, you know, I'm out here in the back patio, closed patio. And hold on just a, a few seconds, please. Of course, it's been really hot here in San Antonio, and I don't mind the heat so much. As I mentioned, growing up in Canada, I was almost frostbitten quite a few times. Some really cold memories I have from living there over the years. I was born there in 1954, and except for two years overseas with my father in Germany when he was with the Canadian Army, we left there in 1971, so 50 years in Canada. And then moved to Guadalajara, Mexico, but. As I was saying, here in San Antonio, it's very hot. It has been. We broke the record for a number of consecutive days or a number of total days over 100 degrees. Now, 60 plus, and today is no exception. But I don't mind. I go out there on the track. I'm used to it. You know, I'm, I've lived here in San Antonio now for 13 years. And I came here in 2000. I was assigned to the... Management Command in Crystal City, Virginia, and it was that year actually that broke the record for the number of over 100 degrees. Then we just that was two times in 2023 already. I think there's like 60 some days, 62, 63 days of over 100 degrees, and we'll quite a few months start going downhill fast. You know, as soon as fall rolls around on the 21st of to, you know, back in the what are we going? And the temperatures, the, the temperatures are so pretty high. So, what I was, I was saying about sleep apnea. Now, this is just something I'm working on right now, and it appears to have good results so far, and that is running or walking on artificial surfaces to aggravate sleep apnea. That's my tentative hypothesis. And the rationale behind that is that if you you run or walk on, a combination of both, or just one or the other, on a natural surface like a dirt track, dirt, they say, is the best followed by grass, and then, believe it or not, asphalt, followed by uh, a rubber track and also a treadmill. And the last, not friendly to human surface that people walk and run on is concrete. So I might be wrong. But I think so far, so good. I've seen good results because I have these sleep apnea attacks. You know, a lot of people do. A lot of people at work, they 
have CPAP machines. You know, I'm not compatible with a CPAP machine. CPAP machine. I've tried it a couple of times. Yeah, back in because it dried out my sinuses, and I just really can't get along with the idea of having a machine breathe for me for the rest of my life. I'm only 69 years old. My parents would be 81. You know, we've got people in our family in the past lived to be over 100 years old. As I've mentioned also on previous shows, to our air-conditioned car, to our air-conditioned work building, and the oxygen that we take in is not really sufficient to help open up body to degenerate, you know, have old age kick in and you have people look old, you know. You could be looking young at eighty five or you could look old at sixty, you know, it all depends on you, but the human body can't regenerate itself entirely, you know. Saying that degeneration of the cells is a gradual process that can be slowed down but not stopped entirely. So anyway, I like sharing these things with you, my listeners out there in the audience, for you to contemplate and use yourself if it sounds logical enough. And don't just take my word for it, of course. Do your own research and consult your doctor. Thank you if you're getting old and, you know, any kind of exercise that you're not used to, that you're not used to. Hold on just a minute. Okay, the dog came back in, so there might be another dog coming out here shortly. Anyway, so I, what I was thinking I was going to do is I need to practice a little bit of my song, so I'm going to get my music going here. And since it's my radio show, and it's one hour long, it's great. You know, I get to do whatever I want. I would recommend, as I've mentioned before in previous shows, that if you're passionate about some subject, contact BBS Radio, get your own show. I'm sure there's some slots still left. You know, we could talk for an hour. That's really good public speaking. Practice. I go to my Toastmasters meeting and... I'm what they call an area director. My wife is a division director, which means you've got all these clubs that you're responsible for, and you have to go around and and talk to all these people, get up in front of them, sometimes 15, 20 people. And it's not easy, even still after all these years of practice. You know, it's supposed to be a supportive environment. And I question that, actually. Some people are supportive, but other people aren't, but... I've seen the look in your eyes when I'm talking. And some people, they resent that you're talking, that you can talk better than they can, you know. Because it, it can be painful for some people. Those blank. Many a time, lost space, if you will time, but I keep going because I know that I am I've seen it before 
comparing myself with other people. I can do things. I have a gift. I've discovered that gift. Singing is, is one thing. Also, reading out loud and worshiping is one thing that I can do really well. And I'm not in a competition. You know, I just want to be recognized for being a superstar like we all are. You know, you just need to find your gift and share it with people. You know, don't be selfish. Let people know what your gift is. You might be a, a natural public speaker, you know. I've seen it before. While I'm working at it for many years, they can get up there and, and it seems like they have a strong heart. For lack of a better way of describing it, you know, they can just feel they look very comfortable, you know. They don't have to take in deep breaths like I do sometimes. You know, even that, even taking in a deep breath, something as simple as that, is just not easy when you've got about 15 people looking at you and they're not saying anything. They're just staring at you and observing your body language, you know, can be nerve-wracking. But through my singing and reading out loud and also whistling, believe it or not, whistling supposedly is very good for the body. If you don't believe me, read about it on the Internet. It's that takes in lots of oxygen. It's one way that they recommend for people with pulmonary heart disease called purse breathing, when you breathe in through your lips, when you kind of puck your lips like you make a whistle, breathing in that way is a good way to draw breath. That's what some smokers like smoking. You know, they purse their mouth in that way and they suck in the air, even though it's through a, a filter, you know, tobacco, but still... I think, in my opinion, that's one reason why people love to smoke, because it's, it's a, a way of taking in more oxygen besides tobacco, you know, into the lungs, and which makes you feel good, you know. Back to the gift, everyone has one, so be the superstar you are, my friend. I'm going to sing a couple of songs here. I've got my system set up. I've got my Fender amplifier speakers. And by the way, I'm going to cut my show off about five minutes early today. My wife and I are going to go see the Equalizer 3 and get some food. Now, I don't normally like watching violent movies, you know, but I have to take my wife into consideration, you know, other people's feelings and what they want, their desires. And I do like Denzel Washington, and I recognize that it's only a movie. It's not real, you know. I was talking with my wife before my show, and she was saying that she was in Facebook and communicating with some people on the subject of near-death experiences. And some people were saying they believe it, and other people were saying they don't believe it. And I said, well, those people that don't believe it, you know what? They're crazy. And I took it back right away. I said, okay, I'll take that back. I'm sorry. They're just not evolved, you know, or they don't know yet. Perhaps they will later because there's too much evidence, my friends. If you're a logical person, you don't need a whole lot of evidence. You don't need concrete empirical evidence. All you need to do is believe not only one person, but the millions that have had near-death experiences with the similar kinds of aspects of an near-death experience, even children like the one who was in the movie Heaven is for Real, a three-year-old who couldn't have made that up. And you know that in your heart of hearts, in your mind of minds, in your soul of souls, that what he experienced was real. He truly 
experienced it. It wasn't a dream. It wasn't a vision. It was real. It was transported there in the spirit. It's kind of like in a dream where your spirit leaves your body and goes and travels, you know. But this was more real because the body was dead, actually, physically dead for a short period of time. So you know, you know, in your heart of hearts, in your brain of brain, in your mind of mind, that there is an afterlife besides this life, you know. People are dying all over the world every day, 40,000 people, besides babies being born, about that same number, and we have an expiration date. Hopefully it's far out into the future, but we don't know, do we? We just don't know. Do you know? I don't think you do. And you wouldn't want to know if you knew that you were going to die in a car accident, get T-boned by a, an ambulance, Two years from now, and also your family would die at the same time, then you just complicate uh, all the way up until that time, you know, anticipating what might happen and doing things that you normally wouldn't do. Am I right? So there's some things that are hidden from us because we're here to learn in a different kind of way. We're on a planet of a lower evolutionary category, and it's meant to be that way. It's a beautiful, beautiful world, you know, with such an abundance of life, a, a jewel of the universe, my friend. And we should be very grateful for the opportunity to be here, you know, and be a part of this incredible situation that's going on, half a day of sun and half a day of darkness, you know, and our planet revolving around this huge ball of fire up in the sky that we don't know where it came from, of unknown origin, not man-made, that's for sure. And if you think it all happened by an accident, then you're probably not a very evolved person. You know, so logically, there's a lot of things going on that are for real that can be rationalized with just knowing, bridging that gap between belief and knowledge by trusting in people and their experiences, not knowing that they're making it, knowing that they're not making it, and they're not trying to gain fame or fortune more than often. They get the opposite. You know, they get ridiculed and get ostracized by their friends. Those are the kinds of things we should notice and see how it changes lives. You know, I've seen it, but some people are concerned about other things. You know, about their job, about their children, about where they're going to get their next meal, about freedom and pleasure, which is okay, but. There's more than that out there, my friends. We also need to we also need to take care of our souls and our spirits because we're here to develop spiritually. That's the bottom line. If you're not doing that, when the day comes when you cross over into the other realm, then you're going to be very disappointed, not knowing that you should have done some things you didn't do. Or let me rephrase that. You're going to be very disappointed and regretful and remorseful for not having known better, not having developed yourself more spiritually, not having involved yourself more. I guarantee, I, I tell you the truth. That is the truth. Not now, you're going to be regretful and remorseful, and then you're going to judge yourself because there are other people that judge you, you know, the creator of your soul and spirit, mother and father God. Jesus, you believe in Jesus, you believe in Buddha, then Buddha will be there. Believe in Muhammad, Muhammad will be there. And all these past deceased relatives and the elders of heaven and the disciples, patriarchs. Heaven is one big culture. There are no separate cultures. There are no 
religious faction in heaven. There is no religion. You'll see. I tell you the truth. You'll see when you get there. And you come up to me probably and say, Blake, I listen to your radio show when you're on earth. You go, white. Oh, my God. It's okay. You know, I don't want any credit. Just praise God. You know, all glory be to God. Because I learn from other people. And you can learn from me, too. Everything is copacetic. You know what I'm saying? So let me get the music rolling here. What am I going to sing? Let me take a quick look. I'll find something, and I'll get back here in just a few seconds. So hang on, please. Okay. I've got my microphone here. I've got the speakers on. I'm going to take a song here from back in the 70s by a group named Rare Earth called I Just Want to Celebrate. Oh, here we go. So it took me a while to find it. One, two, three, four. I just want to celebrate another day of living. I just want to celebrate another day of life. But the people let me down. So I turned the other way and I carried on. Anyhow, I'm telling you, I just want to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. Another day of living. Yeah. I just want to celebrate. Another day of life. Put my hand on a dollar bill, but the dollar bill blew away. But the sun is shining down on me, and it's here to stay. That's what I'm I just want to celebrate another day of living. Yeah, I just want to celebrate another day of living. I just want to celebrate another day of Life. Don't let it all get you down, oh no. Don't let it turn you around and around and around and around. Well, I ain't got time for solo, and I ain't got time for hate. I'm using up my time by feeling fine. Every day, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm telling you, I just want to celebrate. I just want to celebrate another day. I just want to celebrate another day of living. I just want to celebrate another day of life. Don't let it all get you down, oh no. Don't let it turn you around and around and around and around, round, 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 round. Celebrate, celebrate, I just want to 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 cel
song right here. Remember one called Stairway to Heaven? By Led Zeppelin. I'm going to sing that one. Hold on, please. Okay, can you hear that? You can hear it. You've got the speakers up pretty loud. So this is a beautiful song. I'd let that one back in the 70s. And I don't, don't, don't know, don't understand some of the words, but it's a pretty cool song. Anybody who's heard it before would have to agree that it is. You know. There you go. Jesus, all the glitters is cold. And she's buying a stairway to heaven. When she gets there, she knows if the stores are all closed. With a word, she can get what she came for. And she's buying a stairway to heaven there's a sign on the wall but she wants to be sure cause you know sometimes words have to meaning and it should be by the brook there's a songbird who sings sometimes all of her thoughts are misgiven Oh, it makes me wonder. Oh, makes me wonder. There's a feeling I get when I look to the west and my spirit is crying for evening. In my thoughts I have seen rings of smoke through the trees and the voices of those who stand looking. And this whisper 
bluebird that soon if we all call a tune, then the pipe will lead us to reason. And a new day will dawn for those who stand long, and the forest will echo with laughter. Does anybody remember laughter? If there's a bustle in your hedge, well, don't be alarmed now. It's just the sprinkling for the May Queen. Yes, there are two paths you can go by, but in the long run, there's still time to change the road you're on. And it makes me wonder Whoa, 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 whoa Your head is humming and it won't go In case you don't know The piper's calling you to join him Dear lady, can you hear the wind blow? And did you know your stairway lies on the whispering wind? We wind on down the road, our shadows taller than our soul. The walks a lady we all know, and shines white light and wants to show. However, things progress to go and if you listen very hard. The tune will come to you at last When all is one and one is all To be a rock and not to roll
Okay. Stairway to heaven. Led Zeppelin. Oh, let the concert go on, I say. I'm on a roll now, so what should be next? How about Jimi Hendrix all along the Watchtower? Remember that one? Maybe Frank Sinatra is my way. I've done that before. Hold on. Okay, Jimi Hendrix all along the Watchtower. There must be some kind of way out of here, said the joker to the thief. There's too much confusion, I can't get no relief. Businessman, they drink my wine, plowman, dig my earth. None of them along the line. Know what any of it's worth. Hey! No reason to get excited. The thief, he kindly spoke. There are many here among us who feel that life is but a joke. But you and I, we've been through that, and this is not our fate. So let us not talk falsely now. Hey, hey! And the wind 
Fíjense, All along the watchtower, baby. Yeah, baby. Are you a baby? A big baby. We're all big babies. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much that song. All along the watchtower by Jimmy Hendrix. Let me pick up uh, here. This is all about the police. There is no political solution to our trouble evolution. I've no faith in constitution. There is no bloody revolution. Material Hold on, just a minute. 
Thank you. I'm back. Well, I'm on a roll here. Got a few more minutes to go. So I'm going to put down my microphone here. Hold on. Give me just about a minute, please. Be right back. Okay, I'm back. I know it's been an unusual kind of show, but I don't know how many people are listening out there. And if you've got other things to do, you know, I guess let me rephrase that. I, I can't worry about it, right? My goal is to have fun on my radio show, whether it turns some people off saying, you know, I don't know. But that's one good thing about having your own show. You can do whatever you want. And even if, you know, just one person, 10 or 100 or 1,000, that'd be okay. Because all my words, besides being recorded and put in the archives, are going up into the atmosphere. You know, all our words, the words we speak, make a difference, my friends. Believe it or not, everything we say, not only is being recorded, and I promise you that, that is the truth. All of our lives are being recorded, but also the higher powers that be, they are aware of everything that you do, everything that you say, everything that you think. And I'm guilty. Some of the thoughts that I think, I wish I wouldn't think them, you know. I don't know why. Sometimes it looks like a self-defense mechanism. But suffice it to say, I am satisfied with my soul. You know, thanks to BBS Radio, all these years that I've had my show, it's been named different things, but Church of the Soul's Evolution, I think, is the best show I've had, you know, I think it's very probably because there's so many churches around, church of this and that, you know, and religion is a money-making business. That's the bottom line. Right? You can't deny that. It's irrefutable. So when people are striving to make money and the power over your lives by speaking words over your life, then the truth is to be spoken necessarily. You know what I mean? If you don't agree with that, then you're entitled to your opinion. But I think, you know, we're dealing with people in this world that are not as evolved as some other people. No offense, because we're all souls, but if you want to spend all your life up until your death believing in something which is not quite entirely the truth, that's up to you. And as I told you before, you will regret it. You will for not having known better because death is like a reawakening. You remember where you are, where you came from, that you existed before you were born. But that's what I talk about in my show. I mean, religion can be a stepping stone to get where you need to go. Don't get me wrong. I think there is no more noble pursuit than studying the life of Jesus and also understanding that there is a creator of everything. The whole universe is held into existence by the might of the Supreme Creator's power. Just imagine, you call it gravity, whatever you want to call it. From the very center of the universe outwards, one solar system after time, one galaxy, all the way to here, the Milky Way galaxy, a spiral arm of the Milky Way galaxy, where we belong, where we are, our little planet in our solar system, all held into existence by the might 
of the supreme creator's power, my friends. That's the bottom line. And that's the truth. And that is just totally incredible. Because the supreme creator is omnipotent, which means what? It means there is no limit to the power of... Look at a car driving down the freeway. That engine inside that powers that car is limited. It can only do so much. But the engine, so to speak, of the universe is perfect. It's like clockwork. It never fails. Every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, it goes on. And it's perfect, a perfect creation. To the supreme creator of the universe, for everything, when at one time there was nothing before the universe began to form itself. So every single thing you see is a result of the supreme creator. Our thanks go out to the creator of the universe. We love you. Please continue to bless us and look after us. You know each one of us intimately. You give us all different names. You know the number of hairs on our head. Thank you. Thank you. A thousand thank yous. We love you. We know you love us because we are your children. Even Jesus taught us to pray our Father who art in heaven. Well, that's just a little bit of it, a tip of the iceberg, if you will. Our mother and father God, our co-creator God in the highest, like you are aspiring to be, my friends. And I've told you this on the show many a times before, through the process of reincarnation, one life after another, on different planets throughout the universe, not only in the Milky Way galaxy, but other galaxies as well. You'll see, I am right. That is the truth. But for now, that's it, my friends. I love you. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk with you next week, God willing. Take care. Bye-bye.